All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Morning Woods Podcast. If you're wondering why I'm wearing the same ep- the same shirt as last week, it's because for the first time ever, I'm actually doing two parts to this episode. So this is a two-parter. We have our same guest from last week, Mr. Brian Swinehart, has decided to join me again. Um, I just thought we had such a cool interaction. He has such a rich backstory. I thought we would give it another go. You guys can find out more about Brian, how he became an actor, and what he's doing in stand-up today. So with that out of the way, please welcome... Whoa, whoa. One more time, I gotta do this real quick. Gotta make these plugs. If you guys didn't buy tickets to my first headlining show at Tuck and Reds on June 16th, then you should go do that right now. Get tickets. It's called Johnny Woods and Friends. Got a lot of really funny people with me, and we're looking forward to seeing you guys there. So, with all that out of the way, please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brian Swinehart, everybody. Back with another one. Back with another one, brother. So, uh, the last time we were talking, you were on the set of Freaks and Geeks. You had just got to California. And you were uh, you were there, dude. So tell tell me more about that and what kind of experiences you had. And then if you if you want to talk um, some more about like some other roles that you got that were really interesting, and I think people would like to hear about that. Cool, man. Um, yeah. So get to freaks and geeks, and uh, just uh, I didn't know what I was doing, didn't know what the heck, but you know I just kind of walked around, and they said, okay, you're gonna walk this way. So I'm walking past the car. I think it was a green car or something. You know, what the heck. Boom, through a day of an extra. They fed us. I was like, whoa, man, I get food here? Like, yeah. here in Ohio, you bail hay, <laughs> you get done. Yeah. You buy your own Wendy's, right? Like, it's like you don't get fed yeah, while you, you're. You get a biggie bag. Yeah, you? right. You know, well, you might get, you know, but so you, maybe sometimes the farmer's uh, wife might make you a bologna sandwich or something, right? But <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, every now and then. Yeah, yeah you get lucky. If you're working hard, right? Straight from the hog. Yeah. But, um, but uh, so I finished up today, and before I went to work, that before I went to work, Bernadette told me, "You got to get a SAG voucher." Okay, so I was like, "Okay, I got to get a SAG voucher." Now, what is a SAG voucher for people who don't know? Well, I didn't know either. Okay, what it was. <laughs> yeah. okay. at that time you didn't. At that either. time, I didn't know. Okay, I didn't know what a SAG voucher was, but I knew I had to get one. Can I tell the story and then tell you what a yeah, SAG voucher is? Yeah, that's fine enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I knew I had to get a SAG voucher because Bernadette said, but I didn't know what it was. So the end of the day wrapped up, and the guy who was in charge of the extras, he was called, uh, I later find out, he's called a production assistant. He uh, had a bunch of uh, things he's signing people out with, and his name was Tennessee. That's his real name or that's his nickname? Well, that's what everybody was calling him, Tennessee. I that's didn't want to question. I said, okay, Tennessee, I'm from Ohio. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right? Yeah, I'm you Ohio. Can, yeah, you can call me Ohio. Okay, <laughs> Tennessee, call me Ohio. Okay. <laughs> uh, I like Nashville, right? Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, he's signing people out, and I say, hey, um, Tennessee, how do you go about getting a SAG voucher? He said, it's your lucky day, man. He signs it, boom. He said the guy he was uh, who didn't come today was SAG. You're getting his voucher. And I said, whoa, cool, man. So I go home. I said, Bernadette, I got a SAG voucher. So no, you didn't. You got a regular voucher. I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, uh, like, no, Bernadette, I went to work today, and I got a SAG voucher. Oh, let me see that, right? And she comes over and well, you did. Well, good job, Brian. How'd you pull that off? You know. So. Yeah, that's great, dude. <laughs> so, so, uh, um, but what a SAG voucher is, you get three of them, and then you can join the Screen Actors Guild, and and you know, then you're considered a uh, you know re- legitimate actor in the Screen Actors Guild. So, it, so yeah. essentially, you have to get someone to like certify. It's yeah, like a voucher is like a, yeah, like a, like a, like I vouch for you. Like so, for instance, let's suppose you're trying to get in. 
to do a spot at Wiley's and nobody. If I went to the person and say, hey, you know. Yeah. You know. So and so is funny. So, yeah. Or it's weekend. like when people come up, Brian, you used to have this person do a guest spot. They're vouching for me. Yeah. Vouching for that person. I got you. But so it's the, a physical, a physical. Form. So here it is. One voucher. You were successful. You did one SAG job and you were, you didn't totally screw up. You might have looked dumb and naive and like you were lost half the time because it was your first job here and you thought you were... Uh, they were like, Brian! <laughs> yeah, this way, okay. Yeah. He's a little slow, but he's from Ohio. What do you expect, you know? Kid's got an education bailing hay. Yeah, exactly. He was in a play. He was, he was in a play. He was in a play. He can do this. Yeah, yeah anyways. So, um, so that's kind of how I got started. I got a SAG voucher, and then I said, okay. And I took always took that as a sign because that was, like, important. How long did it take to get your other two before you started becoming official? That took me, I think by the end of the year I had them. So it took me, but they took, they weren't, once I realized, dang, you know, I kind of, I, but uh, got beginner's luck, so yeah. to speak. So you were just doing various roles. You weren't continuing as an extra on Freaks and Geeks. That was just like a one-time thing that they called yeah, you Yeah, I might have come in a couple more times, Yeah, um, you know, just kind of randomly. But it wasn't like you're always on the, you know. Because, see, the thing I had that was working for me back then was I was 20, but I was close enough to being a high school kid that they would cast me to play high school. So you could do either or. So exactly. So yeah. sometimes I would play college, and sometimes I would play high school. And at that time, there was a lot of shows running. So I mean, I got to do a lot. Now they were extra jobs, and yeah, but still, I you was were having on a great set. time. Yeah, I was on set. I got to meet so many interesting people. Yeah, you know, and I I really was working like every single day, just like uh, if I was doing you know bailing or construction or something out here. But I was just had a regular job out there, just jumping from. TV show to TV show as the background there at the eating a little sandwich or whatever the hell right you know, you know? I'm not going to eat this morning I, I'm going to have sandwiches on set yeah I'm going to eat you know <laughs> exactly so. I'm looking forward to this I'm going to see it. it's going to be a turkey club this week is it going to be a roast beef that's great dude so you're just out there getting it, man. What? So you're just working for Paramount at this time or do they kind no, of send you around to all the they studios? send you to all of them all of them so it just happened that the first I got to go to Paramount and that's where I met someone too uh, tell me where to go to Central Casting and then Central Casting's like the, one of the main places there's a few others but they cast for all the production companies all kinds of ones okay all kinds of ones okay so does someone like you just continue to get the roles that they're getting or are you taking acting classes are you out there auditioning for other things in between how, how, what's that process like okay so it's it's tough because you gotta keep auditioning and you gotta make your money doing being an extra. So you're you're burning so the candle I, on both ends. At this I point. had times where I would figure out once you get like anything, once you start knowing how the system works, you can work yourself into it better, right? My first day when I'm just yeah. Is that James Frank? Yeah. Well, he wasn't nobody at that time. Oh, yeah. I said, Who's I said, this kid? With I, I didn't know who it was. I said, hey, man, one of these guys got some weed I can borrow for a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I got, like a like he smokes friend. weed, dude. I wonder if he'll have, let me have a hit. I don't know who the guy is at yeah. that point. He you got know? some Pineapple Express. Yeah, that was way before, dude. Yeah, these right. guys were just starting off. They're new into being stars, like I'm new to being an extra. Right, yeah, right, <laughs> you know, right. Like, right. Which they were probably born into it, too, some of those. Some of those big guys. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know people's, you know, I, yeah. it's, it's, that's a whole other thing. But um, as far as me coming from Little Town, Ohio and being a part of the scene any which way, 
was cool was cool to me you yeah. know yeah and um uh so then i uh i i would do sometimes what you learn to do though is once i was into business for a while and i was doing auditions like you get a commercial audition and you're like dang i gotta be on an extra job right and i'm like okay how do i pull this off so then I'm be in two places at once. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Because you got to. You gotta make your regular paycheck. You gotta stay in the good graces of the people that are hiring you, but you also have an agent that's trying to get you on a commercial. Could be the biggest role of your life. It could change things. You don't know, yeah. You don't know. It could pay that one gig could pay more than the a lot of these other gigs. Yeah. So do you know, like, oh, I'm going to be shooting, uh, I'm going to be auditioning for Pepsi or Tide or Coke, right? Do you know that right away? So, okay, yeah. So they'll give you an audition. So there were used to, there was a place called La Brea Street, and they had, like, a lot of auditions, and it was above a place called a Petco. So we'll use this as our example how L.A. kind of worked. Okay, okay. so it's, this is, like, a broad so, picture so, yeah, of, so of how all of the agencies work. Yeah, there's a, there's a street, one of the main streets, and there's an office and there's a Petco building, and above that is an office where all the people go to audition. A lot of auditions happen. Not all of them, but a lot of auditions, especially for commercials. So let's suppose you get an audition, and I have one for Lincoln Navigator once, okay? I remember this. You go up there, okay, you look on the thing, I'm here for Lincoln Navigator, okay? All right. That's so, <laughs> great, dude. Yeah, That's you're in there. Great. And meanwhile, over there in the corner, like, there's, you know... Girls, girls auditioning for like you know we're here for you know Pepsi or whatever or Maybelline or Maybelline, or whatever, yeah, yeah. Maybelline they're over there oh man you know I could pick up my Lincoln Navigator take it <laughs> yeah. you know, like, to buy some herbal essence yeah, yeah, to my yeah, Lincoln yeah, Navigator girl yeah, exactly. yeah at that time that would have been yeah, huge that's herbal right? essence yeah. all there for my Lincoln Navigator yeah. right you know so. <laughs> I'm gonna get a car with this deal <laughs> they're gonna sponsor me in real life too <laughs> yeah so um so um, you go and uh, uh, you, 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 you do your audition, you walk in, I'll have you do whatever the, whatever the commercial is going to end up looking like, you do it ahead of time. So they see, could this person do it? Are they believable? You know, do we want to use them? You know, or, you know, they do whatever they... Look at your resume yeah. too, probably, right? Who's he you know? Who's his agent? I'm sure all that stuff comes into play. Yeah, and then sometimes the person who's related to the... Some somebody gets it right because yeah. which is understandable. In it's something a family like that. business. It's, yeah, I mean, come on. How I mean, because people are always upset at nepotism, and I do understand that. However, what you gonna do? Look at look at when people are driving by Smith and Son painting. Yeah, you know, uh, Johnson family uh, plumbing. You know, what I mean, it's like nepotism's in every profession. It is. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it sucks. Kind of in when you're when you're doing something like that, where it's you know supposed to be. You know, uh, pick this and you know, like, but it's like, how do you say a meritocracy, right? That's yeah. kind of how Hollywood's depicted to be, but it's it, a lot of it's who you know. Yeah, I mean, it you has. You get lucky. Yeah, a lot. Well, it's a lot of it's who you know because just think, if I didn't know Bernadette, I wouldn't have got that job at Paramount. Sure. And I wouldn't have gotten to do all these things I did. So it is who you know. Sometimes it's luck of the draw. Sometimes, hey, man, you're by chance. You're related to somebody who's doing something, and you get pulled in. Hey, man. Yeah, it's it's happened to me, like with with shows and stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like all of a sudden, somebody's getting they're blowing up, and they're like, "Why don't you come open for me?" And it's like, "Wow, that's," you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it does happen, dude. It definitely happens. Friend of a friend of a friend. Yeah. So I mean, that's why you know I think going back to the beginning of the story from last time is Bernadette telling me to go talk to those kids was the lesson. Because you always have to kind of ask, right? Because then that 
you, you still so these you can open these doors for yourself but it yeah some people some people are already uh swimming while others are treading water as yeah. far as who they may or may not know but yeah. that ain't your game right, right. that and ain't your race the networking is important though right? it is dude you gotta talk to people and ask them hey how did I? How did you guys get this job? I would love to do something like this. This sounds. This looks really interesting, right? So like, uh, so um, so yeah. So sometimes I would. Once I got better though at figuring out how it worked, sometimes I would do an extra job and go to an audition on the same day. I would figure out when the lunch break was. I grab would, your sandwich. I would grab yeah, <laughs> to yeah. go. <laughs> you know, on those days I wasn't eating because I had I was. Because the traffic is bad, boom, or you want to be two places at once, and and it will work out. I How mean, far away would you drive? Like, what's the furthest you ever, like, left set, went to an audition, got back before man, you shoot? I shouldn't be saying this because I'm trying to work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to I would, I, I, would, I would do something that would, it wouldn't be more than an hour. It wouldn't be something I couldn't pull off at the lunch or at least come close. I got you. Yeah, just like and, a lunch hour. And, you and sometimes I would know how they shoot because a lot of times they're not using the extras. You're sitting around there with you just doing nothing. Yeah. So I would figure out, are we going to be doing nothing for a long time? Because then this is the time to go. Yeah. So you're kind of leaving, but at the same time, I was aware enough of the of the of the business and the filming to know when I wasn't going to be when I wasn't going to be useful to them, anyways. Right. So right. then I can leave at that time. You know what they're shooting. You so you get an idea of how the shooting scripts I'm work. I'm saying, okay, so they're doing. So I'm in the bar scene, but right now they're doing two police scenes before they get to the bar scene. Yeah, you know you got three hours before okay, you Okay, I can go. Going. I can go. Yeah. Yeah, you're just going to go run. I'm going to do this audition. I'm going to be right back yeah. before anybody notices. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking hustling, bro. Yeah. You know? You really... And then I would always get a spot at nighttime, too. You yeah, know? So, so you would go do comedy in the evening, dude. Mm-hmm. When did stand-up start for you? Was that right away? No. That so, was... That was in... Uh, I was lived in L.A. for two years already, so I've been doing... Um, you know the extra jobs. How old were you at this time? So, so, I I moved to LA when I was twenty. So I would say about when I was twenty-two. Okay. Okay. I have so I'd say I've been there for two years at that point, and then um, uh, I did. Uh, so I would take. I took these acting classes. Fun, right? The acting class. People I met do it. I went to acting class with a dude who ended up being Superman, bro. No way. I swear to God. That's bro. so dope, I swear dude. to God, dude. That's so dope. Yes, yes. You watched him, like, learn how to be an actor, basically, yeah. 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 I mean, I he was... He got it down, obviously. He got it down. Well, you saw him, and you're like, oh, dude, you look like Superman. And he'd been told that probably... I've got a feeling he's been told that since he was, like, seven. So it's like right? this perfect it just, role. You know, like, 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 if somebody told you, oh, man, you look like Superman, you'd be like... You know, like you might see, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I have been lifted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did do an extra pull up yesterday, right? right. But, but this guy kind of just brushes off of him. Like, you know, I'm Superman. Yeah, like, He's like, like, of course I am. Yeah, yeah, it's like, my a, mom like, a, yeah, like, it's like you're complimenting. He knows you're complimenting, but he's heard it so many times. You know, like, yeah, yeah. You're like, so, um, so, uh, yeah, so um, I went to class with him. Another guy I was in class with was in a. Um, movie at the time called um, South Africa some kind of real bit famous movie at the time my, my head's not come, recalling it now because it's been so long but yeah. um, but it was a big movie he was in he was a really fun guy in my class and uh, so I would hang out with these guys right and 
um, my one buddy Garrett would have these great barbecues, you know, with all the actors and everybody going, right? So I'd always hang out with these guys a lot on the weekends. Uh, one weekend, though, I was at a nightclub in Beverly Hills. So my one thing is I always like to go, <laughs> I always like the nightlife, right? I like, when I was in my 20s, I loved going to the nightclub. Yeah, meeting um, people, walking meeting around. Meeting people, walking around, just being sociable. And <clears throat> what was cool for me, because I grew up in a little town of 2,000 people, when I went to L.A., I didn't know anybody. I didn't know one person. I remember walking around in Pasadena, California, like, I know no one here. I had never really felt that before in my life, okay? Because I was from Covington, and even if I went places, I was always kind of with people from Covington. And if I was somewhere and I was off by myself, it wasn't for very long. Yeah. <clears throat> so now I am in this whole place. I know no one here. They don't know me. Nobody knows. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's a whole new world. A dude. whole new You're world. Like Aladdin, dude. Yeah, whole new <laughs> world, right? <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so there I am in a whole new world, and uh, I, I went. I would like to go to the nightclubs, and I always end up in these weird spots, dude. Just kind of my life at the time. Just kind of. <laughs> I was in a nightclub at Beverly Hills. How I got in, I don't know, but there I am. And at the end of the night, I'm talking to these girls. This guy's talking. Me and this guy, we're talking to these two girls, right? We, Me and him just met. Me and these, the four of us all just met. But they were friends, and he and I were kind of like guys hanging out at the bar. Okay, so we're talking to these two girls. And uh, uh, I go, hey, anybody want a piece of gum? And I pull out my gum. That's a trick my dad taught me. Always have your gum, you know. Yeah. Be, be share with people. Yeah. Be share with people. It's like, hey. And this guy goes, man, you know, he say, uh, you must not be from L.A. You share. Yeah. It's okay. It's, my kid's making a little noise right there. They're getting restless. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, dear. you're good, dude. We got about 10, 10 or 12 minutes left. Okay. So then, um, turns out he was a comedian. And he invited me to the Pasadena Ice House. And, uh, so, but on that particular day, he invited me to the Pasadena Ice House. It was a Sunday. And I was hanging out with Garrett and Brandon, and we were having a barbecue. And Garrett lived at this place where there's girls walking around, and there's a pool and all this. I said, you know what, man? I want to stay. They're like, yeah, stay hang out for a while. I said, yeah, but this guy invited me to his comedy show, so I think I'm going to go. Yeah. And, dude, who knows how my life would have been different for not that one moment, That's right? crazy, dude. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm at a barbecue with, the, with my friend Garrett and Brandon. They both successful actors and went on to be even more successful. And... <clears throat> I was like, You're like well, I'm not gonna hang. I got this gut feeling about this comedy. Yeah, so here I am. <laughs> Sorry, they Superman. accomplished their goals. <laughs> yeah. Here I am. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so dude, I know you're gonna be Clark Kent, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. but I, you know what? In 2023, I want to make sure I'm on the Morning Wood podcast. So <laughs> that's right, baby. You're rising to new heights, dude. A thousand people saw this. So that—that that is something I've always que- I've always questioned. I was like, wonder what would have happened either way. Yeah, you know, because looking back, that was like a, uh, you know. Uh, so basically, you seen your friend do stand up, and then you got the bug. Yeah, so I went to see him, and I was like, oh man, that's awesome, you know. And then uh, uh, I said, like, how did you get to do that? Because at that point. Being from Covington, Ohio, I never really thought it was something feasible someone could do. We're into practical stuff. I mean, even thinking of going out to be an actor is like yeah. crazy. But stand up? You didn't realize there were even places where they did that, huh? Right, exactly, dude. I mean, I'd heard of Jokers, and I, yeah. you know, but I hadn't even been to Jokers at that point because you've probably seen stuff on TV too. Yeah, right? you see, you saw on TV Martin. Pryor or whatever Martin. Yeah, yeah, Martin's really what I remember seeing on TV the most. That was you know? huge in the nineties. Yeah, that's about the time you were out there, huh? Yeah, and in Covington, Ohio, Martin was edgy like. 
Eddie Murphy was edgy to everybody else. Right. Okay, because... Right. <clears throat> Martin Lawrence is like a family show, but it's actually considered edgy. Yeah, yeah for that ta- for my town, right? right? right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, so... Um, uh, go... Uh, where, so, yeah, so I went to see a show. He said, hey, man, this guy books the shows. And there was a guy who books the bringer shows. Can you get five friends? Oh, I know 30 people who work. You'd like to see me perform. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you invite everybody on the that. set. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, dude. Let me just burn them out on my first show ever. So they'll never want to see me perform again. Great idea. Wish I would have thought about that. Instead of allowing me to get developed naturally, just throw me in front of 30 friends real quick so you can make a quick 300. Yeah. And, uh... yep. Dude, that's the best part about stand-up is like you just got to get in when you're not ready. And, like, people don't know what that means because it sounds, like, scary or whatever, but having the firsthand experience, it sucks, dude. Like, when you bomb and you're not really ready, but there's something about it that's still fun when you're up there, even if you're eating shit. Well, it's how, like, how you leave them up here. How are you going to get to do it if you don't do it, right? Because how many times have people come up to you after a show and say, man, I want to do it, I want to do it, I want to do it. I couldn't count. You can't count. You can't count. You can't count. And it's like, and some people are halfway serious some people are they do want to do it but if they if you really want to do it at all you got there's no planning and you got to just do it yeah you can run it in your head a billion times you can say it in front of your mirror a billion times but there's nothing like getting up there and doing it and um you know for all the people who think it's like being funny at the barbecue it's not Mm -mm. you can be funny at the barbecue and on stage but it's not the funny person at the barbecue. It's not your little eight friends you make laugh. You know, it's like you gotta really think. It's it's different. It's strangers. You have to appeal to strangers. It's so different, dude. <clears throat> and People, you have to be. You have to make them like you. Well, yeah, you have to be as close to yourself as you can, which in itself is difficult. Yeah. Right. Because. People sniff fake, can smell fake. Yeah, you mean so, authenticity as yeah, well as when you're up there. Yeah, you've yeah. got to be as... Well, I mean, you know, I guess somewhat you play in character... Like, you know, people play characters, but there's still something you to You embellish, it. obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, because like... But they got to really... they got to kind of connect with you as a person. They want to believe it's coming from somewhere. Yeah. Right, even though it's in a joking way. I know what you mean. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah, dude, stand-up is such, dude, it's so fun, dude. It's been a blessing in my life, too. So I could just relate to you in that way that, like, there's so many opportunities I've got and so many cool people I've got to meet just from going up and doing these shows where for a long time I really sucked, right, as we do. But when you finally get it, dude, it's fucking great. It's something, yeah, it's something that I, um, I never even pictured myself doing, dude, back in the day. I mean, I never thought I would be doing this. Yeah, yeah. So you never know how your life's gonna play out, you yeah. know. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that's 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 kind of how that's well, that's at least how I got involved in the stand up, man. Yeah. Kind of, uh, you know, got kind of. I mean, I guess my whole Hollywood um, thing or entertainment industry, because to me, I'm still all the stuff I learned from from L.A. and Hollywood. I've just brought it here, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna plant my feet here. I already have all the skill sets I learned. I mean, I had on the job, job training for all those years. Now it's time to make my uh, show, you know, my Rob's, my uh, uh, freaks and geeks. You yeah. see, like yeah. that's now I'm trying to put, man, 
let me go back a word. I'm taking the word trying out of my language. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, good you fine. are doing it. Yes, so that's what is going on right now. So you're writing a production right now, currently. Yeah, so I have several projects I want to do here in Ohio. Yeah, and I'd I love to take a look at some of your scripts. I want to send you over one that I'm working on, too. Yeah. I've sent to a few people recently, and I got some really good feedback on it. I'd, Maybe we could, I could have you in it or I could write something for you in yeah, it or something dude. like that. That'd be cool. I mean, it'll be a blockbuster movie with me in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna do, I want to do all <laughs> comics. I want to do like all comics because it's basically, I don't want to give too much away, but it's basically just a buddy comedy of two comics going on the road. Yeah, perfect. And so there's a lot of like backdoor shows and little barroom shows that I want to have like other comics be the booker, but make them an extreme version of themselves and make it kind of silly and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, try to make a good movie. Not just, I don't want to just shoot something. Right, just because I got the cameras and the gear to do it, I think it's irresponsible to just like let's go rogue and let's just unless it's like a documentary or shooting a promo, we could throw something up, right? But if it's a real, like a real production, I, I would like to get some better minds on it who have been involved before and some people with acting experience. So it'd be cool to be cool yeah. to share some stories, share some ideas with you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, well, I learned all that stuff over all those years. Um, <clears throat> And now I'm, I'm in Ohio and I'm liking it, so why not just do the same thing but different here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, so uh, that's how I got kind of go- going, man. That's, I mean, as far as the, the story. Yeah. I mean. Real quick, before, I think we have like three or four minutes. You were in, you have a really funny joke about it. I don't want to spoil the joke. But you were an extra in the Fast and the Furious too, right? Can you tell me about that a little bit and just what that experience was? How many days you were shooting and, and stuff like that? Yeah, so I was in. Uh, well, I was. So I got a call from. So once I've been doing extra jobs for a while, man, I started kind of getting better gigs. You know, like just like any kind of movement. So I did these job stand-in jobs, right, where you work for the main star of the shows a lot, and you kind of mimic them. You know, like if this were a movie right now, you'd be a character and. I'd be a character and there'd be two people watching us and then they'd come in here and mimic what we just did. Oh, well, he came in, he sat on the couch, he grabbed his water bottle, he sat like this, kind of, you know. Oh, wow, yeah, they try to exactly portray you. You try to portray the actor identically. Yeah, so that the Body language and everything. Yeah, so the camera guys can set up the shot and make it look good. Okay. So you kind of say, yeah, he came over there, he said, you know, Bernadette O'Brien, and then he crossed his arms like this, okay? So, (laughs) you know, you have a little script and you write down notes what they're doing, right? So, um, um, I got a call and they said, hey, Brian, uh, you know, got a job uh, for you. You got to go and meet the, uh, I think, uh, you know, you got to kind of go test out for it. A lot of times you just show up and they kind of work with you a little bit to make sure you'll be a pleasant person to work mm-hmm. with usually and then they say uh, uh, you know go go to Universal and it was and uh, you know, I get there and I realize it's Paul Walker's uh, stand-in after he had passed away oh wow so he passed away and then people say hey this is real you know you're going into a tough you know a sad situation and um, you know so, uh, and I wasn't allowed to tell anybody, of course. So you had to sign like an NDA during the film, or it was just part of the, it's just like, hey, we don't talk about this until after it comes out, or what yeah, was... Yeah, you just, 
Yeah, on something like that, I don't remember if they made us sign something, but I mean, I knew what I was working on, and I knew the importance of it, and when it mattered, because I wanted to keep that job. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm going to be honest, my mom knew I was working on it, but other than that, sure, which meant everybody probably knew. Yeah, yeah. everybody back home, like, you're never leaving my boys, dude. Exactly. He's playing Paul Walker's hands. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, dude. That's so funny, dude. Yeah, so... So, but you you understand, you're kind of like, you're not like, oh man, look, guess what I'm doing today on Facebook? No, hell It's no. a very serious thing. Yeah. Yeah, especially on a production of that high value and with the level of actors you can be around and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's, dude, that's insane. So how many days were you shooting on that? I, it was months. You were really? So yeah. You, were, but, you got, it was like a long-term gig. Yeah, I think I ended up with like the equivalent of three months you know, and they were broken up because sometimes it would be, you know, I wasn't there every day, but yeah. I was there for like a three month, around a three month spiel, if I remember correctly. How long does it take to shoot a movie like that? A year? A year? Longer? Well, that one's long. Well, okay. But see, I think uh, Fast and the Furious, I, I'm not for sure, but I think that would probably take about four months, you know, okay. give or take, you know. I got you. Because that one is um, a lot of action sequences. Yeah. Now, other mo- Lincoln Lawyer took six weeks. Wow. Yeah, six That's weeks. That's a long movie too, and it has a lot of like. It's a. It's a. It was, I think, maybe an eight or ten million dollar budget. So, were you a stand-in for Matthew McConaughey on that, that one? That's yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah. So that's why I know that was uh, six weeks. You got to come back on. We're gonna talk about this. We have yeah, about we thirty seconds. Fast seven. We got to yeah. finish up the fast seven. We got to talk about the Lincoln Lawyer. Brian is coming back. You guys, I'll see you next week live from Austin, Texas. Thank you so much for watching this. Have a great day, guys. Happy Friday. Peace out. Awesome, dude.